know, I remember when I was younger, like, because I so desperately, I've talked about this before, wanted to be in a relationship and went for people that were just not right at all for me. Um, however, I would force it so much into existence. And I remember going to see a psychic like afterwards, but why did he break up with me? I'm going to meet someone else. Like, but he loves me. He loves me, doesn't he? He's going to get back together with me and trying to like get her, shake her to give me the answer that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew it before it was coming. I knew that they were rat bags or that they weren't right for me. And I think you hit the nail like on the coffin, so to speak. But you, you do know. And I guess it's like actually being able to address it before it happens and trust that awareness that you have. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Relationship Done Different podcast. Today, you are joined by myself, Justine McKell, and the wonderful, beautiful Melanie Mead, all the way from Ireland. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's so funny when we record these podcasts, Relationships Done Different can be a little bit of a mouthful. I know. I was like, is it relationships, relationship? Like, yeah. And we were talking about what we wanted to talk about today. And, you know, in relationships, like there's always that line that someone says either yourself or someone else, we need to talk. Now, like, what does that mean? It's like the most dreaded sentence if you hear your your partner or your boyfriend saying that and you're like, oh no, what are they going to talk about? And usually after that follows it's time to part ways or there's a breakup and like when you hear the word breakups you're like oh my god this you know so messy and dramatic but what we've seen with Simone and Brendan and working with them with relationships done different and their brand and their book is that like relationship breakups don't have to be messy and I guess that's what we wanted to cover uh, today and starting off like have you had I mean have you had breakups yourself like have they <laughs> I think we all have I even think at this stage and you might know this too as a mother that even our children you know they get married when they're five and they've both three husbands so we're we've been in all kinds of breakups I'm sure over the years but um yeah. but yeah and you know not even just relationships it, you know that feeling you get before a natural ending of something a job a friendship your favorite hobby or you know what I mean it's like there's that just meh, that kind of yeah. creeps in. um and I think what a lot of us are guilty of is, is, is really try to keep that you know show on the road because better the devil you know than the devil you don't yes that is that is so true and this is what like the guys talk about like you actually know but most of us ignore that knowing because either like I'm going to make it work like this is fantastic and you know I remember when I was younger like because I so desperately I've talked about this before wanted to be in a relationship and went for people that were just not right at all for me Um, However, I would force it so much into existence. And I remember going to see a psychic like afterwards, but why did he break up with me? I'm going to meet someone else. Like, But he loves me. He loves me, doesn't he? He's going to get back together with me and trying to like get her, shake her to give me the answer that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, But I knew it before it was coming. I knew that they were rat bags or that they weren't right for me. And I think you hit the nail like on the coffin, so to speak. But you, you do know, and I guess it's like actually 
being able to address it before it happens and trust that awareness that you have. Mm. Um, and that's kind of what, you know, Simone and, and Brendan talk about when they uh, were together. Like Simone knew something was kind of a little off and in the end it was Brendan who broke up the relationship. Um, but she said, look, we were kind of trying to create this perfect uh perfect relationship build the perfect house on the beach but like deep down she knew that it, it was time there the the time had ended for the relationship yeah and the line that they use and that I know she used with Brendan was are we done have we you know done everything we've meant to have done together and I think Brendan's response yeah. was like oh no we're good and she was like oh yeah we're good but both of them knew they were done and that can sound yeah very cold and callous to be fair but you know you know when you're done with your dinner you know what I mean you're done how, how often do you try <laughs> to keep forcing things to occur I don't know like out of fear of being lonely or you know the mess could be a financial one you know everyone has different situations but what you're going to be faced with afterwards or the loneliness or um you know in our case we're getting older you know we're not young it's it's different to meet people when you're older and you know the landscape's always changing so sometimes we probably overthink and the safety of what we have kind of trumps the adventure of what would kind of set us a light that would make us more alive and inviting people into our lives that are actually you know more congruent with where we're looking to go and that doesn't always promise an easy journey but um definitely a more exciting one yeah, I love your analogy about, you know, when you've done dinner and you've done in your relationship, it's as easy as that. <laughs> and I guess, um, you know, we would love to give you some tools as well. Like if you um, if you are going through a breakup, like some of the tips that, you know, we share in relationships done different, that it doesn't have to be messy. Like Simone and Brendan right now have got the most beautiful uh, friendship now. They still are in business together. Um, they still talk on the phone every day. So it really defies everything that you hear in the magazines that you can't be friends with the ex you must be angry with them and I think that one of the things that they were given some advice around by Gary Douglas the founder of Access Consciousness was like okay well you know write on a piece of paper like the, was it the three things that um, you liked the most or you're really grateful about that or you want to recreate from the relationship yeah was what that? like what you'd like to get now and they both had friendship on the top you know yeah and and that's what they've been able to do. Like they created this book with relationship tips in it and they pretty much used the same tools to uncreate their relationship and they did it so elegantly. And sure, there were moments where, you know, there was a bit of rage and I can't believe they did this, but it didn't, they didn't dwell or sit in that and they moved on very um, elegantly and now have the best of friendships. And one thing that Simone says that I just love so much is, you know, just because the relationship is broken up, it doesn't mean that you are broken. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that bit a little bit more and what that means? Well, yeah, because there's a stigma that comes uh, that comes along with being the person that was left. So in this particular case that we're talking about with Simone and Brendan, like they had a relationship, was it for eight years? And people were asking them, you know, how do you do it? So they did this telecall and then they were like, oh, you know, the tips were amazing. They wrote a book and then the book, as you know, from behind the scenes, Justine, the book was coming out and they're like, we're done. And you had to pitch them to media with a book on relationship tools as a freshly broken up couple. Not only that, but I've seen Simone on television, which I have to say is amazing. 
because they do get asked the, the, the really difficult questions that people usually either ask behind your back or, you know, you know, n- not on national TV is who broke up with who. And Brendan broke yeah. up with her. But as we said earlier, they both knew a while back that it was done. But there's still the stigma attached to, oh, he's fine. You know, he's done and she must be kind of heartbroken or left behind. And yeah. um, that can be, you know, that's a stigma. That's something maybe some of us would, you know, worry about um, that there's something wrong with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we might like to think we didn't see it coming. But I think usually when you dig a little deeper and look around, you might have known there were signals you were trying to go along with it. But like you do look like, you know, like even you were saying, like, why did he leave me? Am I not lovable? You know, is there something wrong with me that this relationship couldn't keep going? And it was like it was done. The time was up. You can't, you know, takes two to tango. And if two of you aren't tangoing, it's not happening. It's time to really, you know, move on. Yeah. And I think that's the first tip because I'm actually putting together uh, someone's going to be on a TV show talking about this topic about, you know, how do you move on from an ex? Um, how do you break up elegantly? And that's the first one, really know that you're not wrong and it's you're not broken at all. It's just that the relationship has broken up. So this is a very different um, different way of looking at breakups. Um, the other thing that I know that she talks a lot about is like the gratitude like acknowledge that the gift that they were in your life and also remember the good times together because naturally we go to, oh, my God, he's such an asshole. like he used to do this, this and this. But hang on, like that was probably a very small moment in time. What about like celebrating all the the great stuff that you did together because our natural instinct is to go to the worst? Yeah. And you got together for a reason. You don't just go out picking. OK, so you might not pick the best partners in the world. You know, sometimes we can have a bit of a history with, you know, maybe picking the bad guy and, you know, it's not working out or whatever. But like you were together for a reason. I'm sure you had some kind of spark and some kind of fun, even if it might have been short and fleeting. There was temporarily something there. You might have taken off, you know, your beer goggles or your rose tinted glasses at some stage. I don't know. You know what I mean? Everyone's different. But at some yeah. stage, there was something that did it for you. You know, Mm, and, you know, if that's just a a fleeting second or, you know, a couple of months or years of really wonderful things like, you know, don't erase your history because it didn't work out and you need to move on. Like we can move on to other relationships and find the one and all these great things and not have to cling on to the past, but just be grateful for it. We all Mm. learn from every circumstance, every interpersonal communication we have, we get something from it. So I think when we go to shut down particular parts, we really are denying. And as well, like how much are you thinking so poorly of yourself and your choices by putting somebody like that down and feeling it to be the necessary route in order to move on? Because that was a choice you made up until now. Yeah, I think gratitude is like this superpower. It's like this medicine. If you're stuck in something, just try whatever it takes to get to that state of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and today I woke up, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling a bit funky. I really need to write my gratitude um, list that I've not done for ages. It's such a simple thing, <laughs> but we forget to do it. Um, I also love the other tip that they talk about, like give yourself a certain amount to be angry. Like, okay, yeah. But just don't harbour it into the next year because you see there's people being bitter and twisted in relationships and really at the end of the day, it's only hurting yourself. So, I mean, that's, yeah, that, that's another one. And You got to feel the feels like if it's up, it's up. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not to be perfect in life by being Zen constantly. I think one of the greatest gifts we can be is to temporarily allow that to show up because we actually get to look at it, what it is for us. Like you might mm-hmm. be angry at what somebody else did to you, but I think one of the greatest gifts is when you look at 
at you in the situation and your anger and how it's showing up, you actually start to root around and you might find bad habits or you might find, um, you know, maybe you're not being so kind. You might, you know, we can come up with a million different scenarios, but really allowing it and enjoying it. I think sometimes we do the half angry rather than the full and then get over it. Do you know what I mean? That's where the harboring comes in because we're trying to cling on to everything for what it's worth rather than going, I'm pissed today. I don't yeah. like him. And then you're just like, whatever. And then once I, then that's what I love about the classes. That's what I love about the books and the tools. You process it, you take a look at it and you might just need to slightly shift your perspective, but allow yourself to have it and not try to find the right perspective because you haven't fully processed. Sometimes we don't know till the anger or the upset or whatever it is shows up, what is actually up in our worlds until we're willing to look at it. Yeah. I love that. And then, um, I mean, another big thing is like that I heard Simone talk about recently is like making sure that you go out there and do something that you would love to do. So um, don't stop creating your life just because you're not with that person. So if it was like maybe going skiing or snowboarding and they were a big part of that, like go book a holiday. I think Simone did that within um, in Italy with her friends mm. to go skiing. So don't stop what you love doing and actually use this time, like use this Wake up as a time to reevaluate your life and go, actually, what is it I really want? Do I actually relationship? Do you really want one? <laughs> so I know. There's a back to the problem. very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but that is true. It is like, you know, you create a life with someone, you could have puppies and I don't know, like hobbies <laughs> together and, and <laughs> apart. But um, yeah, when 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 that is no more, what would yeah. you like to create now? You know, you can still keep like you were saying you still keep skiing or whatever or is there something else out there yeah were you choosing it because that's what they wanted Mm. yeah yeah and and I know one of the most powerful things before you know we've given you a few tips to wrap it up before you know on this breakup um tips call um is asking questions and you are the master of asking questions like what is one question if you're really stuck in the bitterness or the anger or you're wanting to move on from your ex like what could be a question you could ask daily let me see sorry did I put you on the spot <laughs> do you know what like my brain goes to like a hundred different circumstances it's like if I was angry with someone hmm. Hmm, I would probably ask and this I'm not sure if you need to put this in context when I say it but just picture that I got annoyed and, and I was enraged I would actually ask what is it like right. what is that anger like you know this isn't the question I would ask but like why am I hanging on to it like what is this you know, yeah. and then dig a little deeper. And one of the tools that is, what is it? What can I do with it? Can I change it? And if so, how? Yeah. And that's one way to process through what shows up um, purely because a lot of the things that show up are inexplicable and we attach, we try to attach a meaning. I'm angry because he's a terrible person or mm-hmm. he did this to me. Nobody can do anything to you. You are not responsible, nor are you the trigger, like the the reason that they do it. They do it because they do it. And what you got to do is you got to sit down and look at it and really look at what is actually up for you. And we can blame everyone till the cows come home. But, you know, yourself, it doesn't really create um, a lot in the world. So what I what I do, my first question always is, what is it? And uh, what can I do with it? Can I change it? And if so, how? And there's loads of other tools. We're never stuck to one set of tools, but that one would be good if it's like a a sudden thing that's going on or you find yourself in a rant or going down a rabbit hole because you're trying to find reasons and stuff from your perspective, but you are you. Nobody thinks like you. Nobody has 
the awarenesses you have and the same with them and you're trying to preempt or kind of mold this like a little scenario just so it'll make sense to you and you know the truth of the matter is a lot of life doesn't make sense so you know you got you got yourself and you can process it and one of the greatest gifts that I find is when you handle your shit the world will naturally change around you like as if by magic things with yeah. greater things will show up the more you're willing to really and not beat yourself up and look at why you're wrong or why relationships aren't working but just really look at what's true for you mm. and step into being more and not like you know trying to make yourself into something so you can have a successful relationship or find a man or not have them break up with you so I think that's probably one of the better like one of the one of my top overally kind of tools to look at because it does kind of get you out of that rabbit hole it puts you in the driver's seat and actually gets you to look at the choice that you can make because you can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do you know you're the one in complete control of your life sit in that driver's seat steer it shit's gonna happen it's all good we've got tools and books <laughs> classes yeah. that can help you you know you never have to do it alone but just really you know give yourself a break as well like don't beat yourself up about it and mm. the last one that I'll just sneak in a little other tool is to enjoy it. If you're yes. going angry, if you're going to cry, just go full, you know, yeah. all in. Don't go, oh, no, I'm so angry. It's wrong. Just go, I am so angry today. Because when you kind of turn it up, it kind of gets funny because then you realize sometimes not necessarily that it's ridiculous, but you kind of go, hmm, you know, I can't spend yeah. the rest of my life like this. You allow it out and you can just move on. Do you know what I mean? So I might give yeah. it a couple there in one go. How does it get any better than this? <laughs> in the good, good or bad times? <laughs> That's a go-to question because, yeah, questions are so powerful. They really do. Like if you take anything out of these tools and access consciousness, it's just asking a question. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And knowing that the universe always has your back and things always turn out for the better. Like if you're in the middle of it, I know it doesn't seem like that, but it always does. It always works out for the better. So, cool. um, yes, truly. So, um, thank you for joining us for another quick um, relationship done different podcast. Um, if you Break want up special. <laughs> yeah. You can follow us on Instagram, Relationships Done Different. Same with Facebook. We put up all the tools and classes around the world so you can keep up to date with us then. Until next time, have a great relationship. <laughs> Creationship. That's it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>